Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Conversations. So happy to have you here. Thanks so much for listening. I appreciate you. Uh, today's episode, we have Lily Buley. She has her own podcast, which uh, definitely go listen. And she is a dating coach. So all the single ladies. Oh, sorry. I won't do that again. <laughs> anyway, uh, she is really talking a lot about working on yourself before you get yourself out in that dating world. But uh, she has a lot of good advice and I can't wait for you to hear it. So if you'd like to reach out to me, I am on all the socials under the Conversations podcast. Okay, guys, here we go. Hi, Lily. Hey, Don. Can you hear me? I can. How I are you? Use this um, feature on Anchor. I'm well. How are you? I'm doing good. Yeah, the sound is great, so it sounds okay. perfect. Yay. Um. Okay. Yay. So, so I'm so excited for this. <laughs> me too. I haven't been on the dating scene for a decade plus, and um, I don't know anything about like this whole new world of Tinder and all that business. I'm just mm. like ah. I'm glad I'm not part of it. I don't think I could keep up. But um, what got you on the path of doing the dating coaching? Uh, My growth, um, my journey and my healing, basically. I mean, I started this work about four years ago um, when I started learning about codependency about myself. And I started like, I have a podcast as well. And my very first episode in 2018 was what is codependency? So since that you know, that evolution, it's really comes to a point of um, some things that I've learned in through the dating process and through my experience. And then I wrap it in like, you know, through like trauma informed and polyvagal informed. And um, it's really just like the learnings and the teachings and the knowledge that I've learned through this. And, um, you know, I've learned actually that dating is not that bad. It's actually, it can be fun without, sacrificing yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it probably and, depends on the expectations when you're going in, you know, if you go in with the attitude of this is, I'm just going in for fun and see what happens as opposed to this better be my next husband. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's a lot, it's that. And I think, you know, I, I go pretty deep. Um, so let me know if it's, you know, no, I love that. Okay, I good. love that. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's, you know, there's a lot of myths and stuff that I've been busting, um, stuff that I've been taught. And I think, you know, one of my biggest goals in in life is really just to break these generational patterns. Right. So I grew up in like a submissive dominant situation in my house. And, um, what I'm noticing is either it's, that or people grew up in a household where people were, um, they were modeled like a roommate style situation. So there's like passion or ethic love or, you know, like, like a lot of people, especially that I work with a lot of women were provided for physically, but emotionally weren't provided for. And so, you know, none of those skills were learned, (laughs) you know, so so yeah, it's it's deep. I can keep going. Yes. No, the, and and that's kind of what I was going to ask. Is it something then that you should be doing for yourself and not expecting that out of your, your potential partner? Oh, of course. Yeah. I mean, I think the thing about my approach 
with that I'm proud of about this whole dating thing is that I take an inside out approach and a lot of a lot of people in this space take an outside in approach. Like even if you, you know, like if you have friends that are dating, they're like, well, what is he thinking? What should I do? La 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 la. And like, what should I put on my profile? And it's very outside focused. It's almost like a pleasing pattern. Um, you know, in the dating world. But yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah, it's all about for me, I want to date with my highest self, basically, right? Not yes. like, not like wounded parts of me or, um, you know, m- you know, repeating patterns of the past or things like that. So that's kind of exact, like, yeah, that's basically where I come from is inside out. So I call, um, I have four different feminine dating archetypes and I have a quiz that anyone that listens can take. Okay. Um, and the, the person, the woman that I aspire to be is what I call the magnetic woman. And that's what I help teach women to be and help them heal to be is like this magnet for, um, not, not just love really, but for all of the good stuff really, you know, to be seen as you, I'm sure you felt this vibe and you might even be this vibe, but like, you know, you see these women and they're like really confident, but they're not bitchy. Like they have an aura of like, of, of authority, of discernment. Um, it's kind of like that vibe, the magnetic, uh-huh. you know, self-assured. Yeah. Like, yes. So- self-sovereignty, like all of the things, like all the things. Right. And when she speaks, it's like not what she says, but how she says it. It's like this whole energy thing about, um, and that happens in dating. It's happened to me personally, as I call it in my epic love. Um, my epic love like saw me and he's like, you are a magnet. Literally. He says these words to me without uh-huh. about, about like what I teach or anything like that. So like, you know, yeah. So it's all about, yeah, inside out for sure. 100%. Well, okay. So our, I don't want to, I don't know how to say this. Are most people that come to you, are they needing to go and do all that inner work? And that's why they come to you. It's not just like you're a matchmaker. Definitely not a matchmaker. I'm a okay. matchmaker. <laughs> I would say I'm like, that is outside my scope of practice, but I'm a matchmaker <laughs> with self. Oh, that's awesome. I love that. I would say that I would, I'm a matchmaker with self. And a lot of the women that come to me have done at least like six months of personal development work. They've been in therapy. Um, You know, they've had maybe coaching before. And I just, my gift really is the deeper level stuff. And typically it's women who have been successful in a lot of other areas of their lives, but they can't seem to get this thing, right. Like this love thing. Right. And it's like repeating the same patterns again and again. And yeah, I go deeper, um, through different kind of different ways and different modalities. And I coach people through, um, like before, during, and after the dating process, I call dating like trigger town. You know, people go to, (laughs) (laughs) people go go to trigger town in dating process and then through the dating process and they go and ask their friends and their family who are very like probably very well-meaning but um a lot of times it can and this is coming from my experience a lot of times if you just you know it can really you know take you away from what your truest and highest good is like the decisions that you need to make a lot of times don't come from you they come from other people you know Uh, yeah that's true yeah when you said about just repeating the cycles over and over, I mean, that is 1 million percent true because it's like you find yourself, it's, it's like a curse, a family curse or something mm-hmm. where you find yourself dating the same types of people that are not good for you. 
100%. Why do we do that? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the short answer is, um, are, are we, are, wait, are we, this is the podcast, right? Are we podcasting? Yeah. Okay. I didn't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I am okay. like the least professional podcaster ever. I'm just like, let's get to it. Okay. No, all good. I love a good conversation. Um, <laughs> Are we doing the podcast? Are we, all good? Are we tech check one, two, one, two? Um, so here's the thing that no one, you know, like I have not seen a lot of people out here in the dating world talk about this is that, you know how like in life, when we're making decisions, just in general, like, you, you know, there's a part of you that says yes. And a part of you that says no. Right. Yeah. Like, like, like ice cream, for example. Oh, I really, really want that ice cream. And then the other part's like, no, I'm on a diet. Right. So there's this like internal war of, right. of yes and no angel devil, you know, however really it, it happens with, with whoever's listening. But what what has come to pass about this dynamic inside of ourselves? Like, is that number one, we're not crazy. <laughs> like every, we're actually made up of thousands of different parts of ourselves, right? Yeah. And what happens is in dating, because it's so dysregulating, because there's so many triggers that come up, because we have all of these foundational things and patterns from our past, we have these emotional traumas that we've probably been through. Everyone's been through them. Um, and these like mistakes and, and fear and failure and like, like I can keep going like layer on layer on layer is that what happens is, is that when we are dating and when we are trying to call in epic love is we are not dating with our highest self. We are dating with parts of ourselves. So a part maybe that that doesn't want to feel abandoned, feels really a lot of anxiety or um, overwhelm or overthinking if they haven't heard from from the person in 24 to 48 hours, which is actually an archetype. Um, this is an archetype that I call the chill woman. So okay. what what we need to realize as we go through healing is it's not really about or through the dating process is it's not really about what you do or what you say, you know, and that's what a lot of women come to me. I'm doing all the right things. I know what I should be doing. I know I shouldn't sleep with him, you know, within two two dates, but, but I really, you know, I thought I could handle it, but I really couldn't. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, and, and it like most of the time it does not go down a good road, you know, if, if that happens and some people aren't going to like that comment, but it's, Oh no, it's true. Yeah. It's definitely true. <laughs> like, yeah. Not like speaking truth. Right. So right. what we, what we need to realize is that the, the people that we are picking to spend our time, our energy, our, our whatever money investment, whatever it is, like however you want to think about it, is we, our highest self, are not picking those people. It's the wounded parts of us that are picking those people and the wounded parts of us that are, are leading the dating process, right? Yeah. So if we can, what my work does and what I'm really proud of is that we start to heal those wounded parts of ourselves. And we start to bring them back into alignment with our highest self. So you don't have this after a while. It takes time. Like, let me just say, it's not just like read a book or listen to a podcast or like, you know, share yeah. an Instagram story. It takes time. But eventually what happens is all of your parts come together and are on the same team. And it's no longer that, that like, oh, I should do this, one part says, and the other part says, oh, I can handle it. Or, you know, oh, I'm better off alone. But one of my archetypes is called the um, the fortress woman. 
And she's like, I'm better off alone. I'm going to close my heart. Really, that's really just a part of her that is very, very strong for very good reason, you know, based off of the stuff that she's been through in the past. Yeah. That is really not opening herself up to love. So it's all about this kind of like this healing and realignment process where we bring bring basically people, like you said before, Don, like people back into themselves, back into their body, back into their heart, back into their soul. So they can like, so here, here's when you know that you're, I, for example, I give myself 80% of the time. Like if I can be good 80% of the time, I'm good. Like, yeah, like, you know, there's no perfectionism anymore, hardly in my life. Thank God. Yeah. That was hard to get rid of, but or not get rid of (laughs) and heal. It's but a lot of pressure to put on yourself. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, think of like, there's so many things like society and all of this stuff and, you know, our families and blah, 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 all this stuff. Yes. But, um, you know, here's how you know that you're aligned in your dating process. Do your thoughts, your actions, your behaviors line up? Like, are, are they all on the same page? Do you think something and then say it? Do you, you know, think that you should do something and then do it? Do you have boundaries and then hold them, right? Like there's so many. So if there's congruence with your thoughts, your actions and behaviors, then you're likely probably on the magnetic woman spectrum um, where, you know, you're working on calling in your epic love relationship. So you stop questioning your thoughts is that basically you just stop questioning yourself and you know that what you're thinking is exactly what you want to say? Yeah. I mean, like how many women do you know? Um, this, cause this used to be me and this is a lot of my clients feel like that they, they are detached from their intuition. Yeah. I could see that in a lot of cases. Yeah. I mean, it's, I know it again, like I'm, I'm, <laughs> I might get my own, my own guinea pig. I know, you know, there are a lot of women that feel detached from their intuition, especially when it comes to relationship and when it comes to love. Yeah, I could see that. And I think sometimes it's like if you've been in the dating scene for a while and you've dated enough, we'll call them frogs. Mm -hmm. And then it's, you know, like this, the bells, the fire alarms going off and you're just like, maybe it's just today. Maybe he's actually going to be normal the next time I talk to him. It's like, you should be listening to it, but you just so are sick and tired of dating the frogs that you're just like, maybe this one will turn into a prince at some point. Yeah. Well, and it's, I mean, <laughs> it's, that's so true. And it's so, it's not easy, you know, like I'm, so I have this thing, you know, everyone talks about like dating sucks and I've been there, you know, like that was, that's all, you know, in the, in the Facebook groups and yeah. um, with friends and family, dating sucks, all of this stuff. I don't think dating sucks personally. I think, I think your experience with dating sucks. So the question is how do you change your experience? Yeah. You have to start with yourself, your attitude. Right. Yeah. And a lot of other, like a lot of, like for me, like deeper level things for sure. Yeah. I think inner work, just even that term sets people off like, oh my God, that sounds really time consuming. But I guess if you think of it in the way of being proactive, you get yourself to a point where you do bring in the types of characters that you want to, whether it's friends or Mm -hmm. or partners, just people that you are at your same, I don't want to say level, that sounds superior, but people that are on the same wavelength, same Mm -hmm. energy. Um, 
but yeah, people don't want to do that inner work. It's like, no, I just want to find a guy that's normal. And it's like, well, <laughs> I get what you're saying. You have to start with yourself and get yourself to a point where you're dateable. Yeah. 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 There is a lot of, there's a lot of resistance, you know, to the inner work and, and uh, like you're saying, Don, and if we look at the way that, um, you know, we were talking about parts of ourselves, right? Yeah. Well, so if someone is resisting something, and this is this is what I've learned through my my healing process is that, and now I I use it as a compass. Now I have a new relationship with with that feeling of oh this is a lot of work or oh this is this is too much or oh I'm scared you know to to go that that deep is that now I use it as an inner compass because now I know that really that is just a part of me that's trying to protect me protect yeah. from pain that I've had in the past, protect me because it doesn't know. Like if that part of us is, it, it doesn't know. It doesn't know that it, things could be better. It doesn't know that, that um, you're actually maybe in a safer place than you were before. Right. It doesn't yeah. know that um, you got this right. And that's part of the healing process is coming like, again, having this new relationship with these, these wounded parts of ourselves. So, you know, that's why people, you know, I, there's so much information out there right now, like so much information. I think I Googled like find true love or something like that. And there's like 580 billion results or something like that. Oh so my gosh. Die, like we could die consuming <laughs> all of the information <laughs> yes. you know, out there, like the YouTube and everything. Right. And the scary thing I think about personal development and like inner work, like you say, Don, is that people think that just having that information is enough and it's not. And this is how we, again, like this is how we know that it's not, it's not enough. If you're thinking again, if your thoughts and behaviors and your actions don't line up, then there is opportunity to heal. And there is, there actually is a, like a place that you can get to where, all of those things line up together, you know, like, you don't, they don't have to have like this parts war happening inside of ourselves. Yeah. So here's one for you. What if, what if you got into a relationship, not having done all the work, you just happened to meet somebody and you're dating and say you're like one, two years in, and you're not sure if this person is who's meant for you or you start doing, I mean, should you start doing the work while you're in this relationship and then see if you're a fit at the end or mm -hmm. how, how would you approach that? Ooh, well, I'm so curious why you're asking this and I want to know the backstory. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know people that have dated people for a long time and I don't know if they went into it. I mean, because a lot of people do that. They don't do the work and then they just get into I did it. And thankfully, my marriage is great for me. Mm -hmm. But I wasn't I was jaded. I was bitter. And I was just kind of like, whatever. It's a free dinner. I'll go to the state. And thankfully, it did work out. And mm -hmm. we've had our troubles. Don't get me wrong. But we've worked through them. And I think we're growing together. And it's worked out. But I know that that's not always the case. So I guess my thinking is, if you're in a situation where you've put you're in for a year, two years, and the bells are going off that maybe this isn't a good fit. Should you start doing the work and see if it's worth staying for? Mm, what a tough question, right? Because it's, um, you know, I never 
want to kind of like lead people in the direction of either or. Yeah. Um, always, you know, what I've realized about trauma, about emotional trauma is that um, it puts us in this kind of like black and white thinking world. And sure. being in the gray is very dangerous um, for people that, and like I'm raising my hand behind the mic here, like <laughs> being, you know, being in the gray is very dangerous for people that have been through some emotional trauma, which most of us have, especially if we've been through like a, two, one or two divorces or one or two, you know, like relationships. So I just want to say that. Yeah. Um, you know, I, my personal philosophy is that we are here I am here on earth to evolve, evolve, like evolve consciousness, evolve spirituality. Um, and I personally think that every other, you know, like I'm not unique in that. I think that that is, that is our human, um, like it's a, it's a gift, I think. And it's, yeah. it's part of our human like life. The, the thing is, is that there are so many um, hangups, like what we were just talking about, about people doing inner work. Um, although I do think that, that like life universe, God, whatever you, you believe in keeps knocking on our door for things mm -hmm. for us, us to heal, you know, like a pattern, for example, if people are seeing a pattern in their dating life or their love life, where something happens three or more times, that's a pattern. And a pattern is always an opportunity to heal always. Okay. Yeah. Right. So, you know, like with your question specifically, Don, like, I believe that love, and here's something that I'm working through personally right now, is this patriarchal view of love needs to last a certain amount of time. Sure. Love is a failure if it's not long, if, if there's not a longevity tie to it. And like love can, can go through different, like I'm sure you know, like different chapters and different phases. 100%. Right? Yes. So you can yes. close up one one quote unquote relationship with somebody else and then open up a new type of relationship. Right. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, like if you do decide to do the inner work and the other person isn't, isn't on board with that or, or whatever, is that like with love and compassion, that's cool. Like your values have changed, right? Yes. Your you values, should be growing. Yeah. yeah your values can change. And here's something else too. Your boundaries can change. Yeah. Um, a lot of times when I work with clients, we work on, um, like we work on filters, guidelines, boundaries, and dating. Right. And, um, a lot of times like those are hard to keep with, with the women that I work with, which is why that we, we do the inner work, but something that, that is, is really interesting that comes up through that process is this fact that like a boundary, it has to be hard. It has to be firm. It has to be, um, you know, like this certain type of way, this certain energy and maybe a little bit of anger and a little bit of boss bitch, you know, coming out of whatever. <laughs> That's not necessarily true um, from my experience. And when you change, your, your values change, your boundaries change, your expectations change, your desires change. And this, I feel like comes from a lot of stuff that takes going to like would take us years to probably hash out. But yeah. I think a lot of it comes from this foundational things of like what we grew up, like the family environment that we grew up in. Right. Um, but also like 
like like school <laughs> you know like getting a pluses like <laughs> so, you know this is the path like for me like and a lot of women it's like this is the path you have to go down go get your master's degree go get your bachelor's degree and then this is going to happen for you so and uh, in, in a way like we were trained to have like this longevity outlook and just endure a bunch of bad stuff to try try to get to this place that's supposed to make us happy and like that can be translated in relationships too but no you can change like your values change everything ch can change we are like you know we we're, we're just really just kind of having this human experience here on earth and if that happens i think in a container like a relationship like you're saying um that's been two years down the road you can ask of that with your partner or with with who, whomever that is if that's something that's important to you now hey i really value um personal growth now and see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like see what happens. I mean, that I, one of my longest relationships kind of ended that way because I was kind of going that route. Although to be real, like I really didn't have the, the greatest communication skills at that time. Um, but I think that I was kind of going that route, like I was evolving and he was just kind of staying still. And that yeah. like over time, that was a pattern that I noticed and I just wasn't there for that anymore. Yeah, I loved your answer because that's so true. Like they they might decide that they're happy where they're at. That doesn't mean that you have to be. You can go ahead and start working on yourself and then just see how it shakes out. Yeah. 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 I and love it's not, that. yeah, not easy, you know, like not not easy at all. Like this whole thing is sometimes can be really, really hard, you know, to go through that process. Yeah. And I think if you feel like you've got your act together and you're feeling really good about yourself and stuff, and then you get into um, a relationship and say they cheat on you, like that can really set you back. It can blow your ego into pieces when it's actually about them and not you. So how do you think is the best way to bounce back from that when it's, it's really their work, but you're, you're the one that was the victim from it? Man, that's, that is been there, first of all. Yeah. Um, as many women probably have or many men who, who listen. Um, that is, I feel like that that type of situation is a whole exploration into yourself because what happens, like our nervous system goes crazy. Um, you know, the, like the anxiety, the overwhelm, the overthinking. Um, I mean, I've, you know, I've, I've had clients who have been going through that during, like within my containers and it's a very, very unnerving process. Oh my um, gosh. Yes. Cause it's like, what's wrong with me? What did I do wrong when it was, what's, why did they do that? Why did they do wrong? <laughs> yeah. And the overthinking and all of that, everything like it's a mess. Like sometimes, you know, it's hard even to function, you know, in life and like, yeah, just life. But um, I, you know, again, I think it's an opportunity, like you're saying, Don, to, to go back and look within ourselves, not about like, what did we do wrong, but about, um, okay, so this is really activating my nervous system. There's a big part of me that is, um, that there, there's, I call them like the abandonment parts of me that are flaring up. This oh, person sure. is leaving. This person is, is, um, um, is not choosing me, you know, and there's, you know, there's just so much like, you know, competition and jealousy and all this stuff that can happen. But it's really, I think, an opportunity to look within ourselves. Um, I would say, you know, take some time apart if you can. Um, if the other person, you know, if there's a good communication, you know, line right. of communication happening. 
Um, because really it, it is an opportunity for both of, of the parties to look at, okay, what's, what is my, what is, what's my, um, what's the word I'm wanting? like my role in yeah, this. What's my, yeah. What's my role in this? That's a, yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, so I was looking, this is off topic now. I was looking <laughs> at your, um, website and you dress so fun and so cute and you seem like you've just got all this confidence and such a fun personality. <laughs> how, how long did it take for you to get to that point where you just feel like a, a badass bitch? <laughs> oh, well, I appreciate that. Um, you know, I think it's been my whole like decades, honestly. And I think that what's so weird about this whole situation for me and looking back on, on my life and all the things I'm learning and, and, and like queuing myself up to learn and teach is that only like when I was maybe like 10 or 15 years ago, I was in the corporate world and I looked like I had everything. You know, making six figures. I had my master's degree. I was working for amazing companies. And it looked like on the outside, everything looked like it was fine. You know, everything looked like I had my shit together, all that stuff. Right. But then on the inside, I was so, so what, like, so numb and so unhappy and so, um, just not lit up and joyful by life. And I think that, sadly, I think that that is a common experience, especially for a lot of women that are successful in their careers. Mm -hmm. What I realized after doing a lot of my healing work is that almost my whole entire life, I had been trying to fill up what I call my love tank. And my love tank got filled up by validation, by affirmation, by awards, rewards, mm-hmm. money, shopping, food. And my love tank had holes in it. So it took a lot of effort, a lot yeah. of energy to keep filling this tank with things that really, you know, didn't matter and were fleeting. And so once I like did my healing work and learned that, um, learn who I am, you know, at my core, that I am a magnet at my core. And now people see that, like literally people see it. Like, like the, the man that I'm dating right now, like came up to me and said in my ear, leaned down in Trader Joe's and said, you are a magnet without even knowing <laughs> teach. And after I lived, like melted on the floor of Trader Joe's, right. <laughs> they had to mop me up. I don't know they didn't, but I had to get back up. And, you know, and that was a really, really eye-opening moment for me based off like the growth and the shit that I've been through. So, yeah. I mean, if anyone's listening to this and they're, you know, they know this kind of feeling or this woman of like this, this really you know, shoulders up, you know, this like queen energy, this magnetic energy, and they know people like that and they see that and they admire it. Everyone can do this. Yes. It just, it it takes stepping into, like we were talking about before, Don, it takes stepping into things like healing where you don't have control. (laughs) Yeah. You know, where you don't, um, you you maybe can't be be perfect. You know, it, it actually is very healing to be messy within the right container, right? So just, I mean, I don't know if that answers your question, but I yeah. do appreciate what, like that, you know, that recognition because it has taken a lot of um, inquiry, self-inquiry and, and work on my part and putting myself in healing containers and stepping into things that I didn't know what was going to happen. But now, like I said, like 
that has been a compass for me. You know, anytime I'm like, oh, like, what, what is this? Like, I'm not really feeling this. I check it because mm-hmm. I really just know that that's, that's just a part of me that has been protecting me probably for decades and really just doesn't want me to feel the same pain that I felt in the past. So like I said, it's, it's one of my, my biggest values. Yeah. That's super cool to get to a point where you know yourself so well like that and that you feel so in tune with your intuition and your inner knowing all of it. That's awesome. Mm, I'm so happy for you. Thank you, Don. (laughs) Um, So where can people find you? I know you said you have a podcast. I was listening to it this morning. I like that you have the epiphanies, you know, just the little two minute epiphany things, because sometimes people don't have time to listen to a whole podcast or it's just one little breadcrumb that they're like, oh, that sounds like something I want to listen to really quick. So that was a cool idea. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, that the the podcast has been uh, been with me for a minute. Yeah, that's um, awesome. It's such a fun medium to be able to talk to people and get your voice out there and just know that people are listening and benefiting from it. I just love it. Yeah, me too. Oh, me too, Don. Here we are just <laughs> sitting in that juiciness right now. I love I it. Love it. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I appreciate the opportunity to come and chat about love and dating. Um, it's I, it's it's my purpose and my mission for sure. I have this wild, wild, I have this wild, wild download from God or universe or, you know, whatever you want to, whatever word they want to put to it. Uh-huh. That um, by the end of my lifetime, I want to help one, one million people find love. And I think it's completely possible. I think people are... Um, are kind of going through this evolution of the shit that we've been taught is wrong, basically, you know, the, yes. the, um, all of, all of the things that we know people are beginning to question. And I think that that's such a huge deal, especially when it comes to love and the ripple effects of that, like for the universe and the world and, and everything like that. So that is my dream. So thank yeah. you for letting me share that here. <laughs> sure. So where can people come um, if they want to get a hold yeah, of you? Totally. Yeah. So um, I mentioned the feminine dating archetypes. So a few things. Um, if you're interested in like f- finding out what your feminine dating archetype is, um, or even if you're in a relationship and you're kind of wondering if, you, if there are any patterns that you're noticing, um, it would serve that, that person as well. But you can go to datingarchetype.com. Um, to take the quiz, it'll reveal some blocks to love and also will help you kind of for your next step in finding your true love match. Um, I also have, um, can I offer a, um, a workbook? Would that be okay? Oh my gosh, of course. And I'll put it all in the show notes so oh, that way cool. they can easily access it. So yeah, whatever you want to do. do yeah. It. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. I appreciate you. So there's, um, find Epic love workbook that I only created for when I'm, um, on podcast. So for only for your, your guest on. Oh, awesome. Um, so it's findepiclove.com. It's $197 value and it'll take you through the process that I went to, went through and what I take my clients through on finding epic love. So that's at findepiclove.com. Okay. Awesome. And then your podcast, what's it called again? Oh, it's your name. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead and say it so that people can. Yeah. Lily, it's the Lily Bewley podcast. B-E-W-L-E-Y. Perfect. So the guy that you're with now, how long have you guys been dating? Um, it is new. And if I'm completely real, we are kind of going through a thing right now. So I really don't know what's going to happen. It may be one of those learning um, type of relationships. Um, there's a lot of love there, but I don't know how it's going to end up. And um, like I mentioned before, I kind of going through this, like this process of detangling what 
other people have said what relation or what relationships should be, you know, like, mm-hmm. um, and, um, I, you know, at this point, as we talk, I, I don't have a complete, um, thought or feeling about it, but I have a feeling that, um, you know, a love relationship can be just like with friendship sometimes too, like, oh, that was cool for a little while. And now we're going different ways. And it may be, it may happen with this man, which, yeah. you know, you so know, that is, that is amazing that you were just so raw and authentic like that for being honest, because a lot of people really do like to portray like everything's perfect and it never is. No. <laughs> um, but I was going to say that earlier when we were talking about the whole cheating thing and whatever, sometimes when you are going through an inner process, your relationships do fade out. You may have some friendships where they're like, yeah, I'm not feeling what you're feeling. So I'm going to go ahead and check out Mm -hmm. and that's okay. You know, you don't have to have the same group of people around you from birth to death. You can evolve and that's fine to do that. And if people are meant to be in your life, they will be. Yeah. Yeah. And that like, you know, that old school mentality and my parents are, are, in that realm as well, you know, like they probably should have gotten divorced like 30 or 40 <laughs> years ago, but now they're going to die on their graves together. So, you know, I mean, and, and I, that's just not what I like person. That's my personal value. Like, that's not what I want through right. life. I don't want to have to endure with someone that doesn't want to endure with me, you know, like I just don't want that. So there's a lot of things that I'm untangling, untangling right now about like the patriarchy and about like, um, you know, this whole idea of, of, um, relationships have to last a certain amount of time to be valuable. Um, but you know, I think that a relationship is valuable if it teaches you something and is teaching me some things. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I have loved talking to you. I just think that you have so much to offer. It's so much, um, inspirational stuff to tell people. So thank you so much for being on my show. I appreciate it. Thanks, Don. I really appreciate you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good luck with everything and I'll be in touch. Okay. Bye. All right. Thanks. Bye-bye. Yo. Bye.